0: Welcome to the Succeeding with Diabetes Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Wes Ward. Are you struggling with high blood sugar? Are you overwhelmed with all the information out there about diabetes? Are you tired of being told what you can't eat and still not knowing what you should eat? Well, you are in the right place. I created the Succeeding with Diabetes podcast to help you take control of your diabetes through meal planning and exercise. I want to give you the resources you need to successfully manage your diabetes and to live life at its very best. Living every day with diabetes can be very challenging and frankly very draining. There is just so much to keep up with and, frankly, so much to do when it comes to diabetes. For example, I have to check my blood sugar every morning and then dread that high number that I might find. I have to count carbs while my teenage son sits and snacks on a candy bar. I have to track my food and every bite that goes into my mouth. I have to stick myself with a needle for my insulin shot at bedtime, or having to take an insulin shot with every meal. Keeping track of my diabetes medications that I may have to take one or two times a day. The list just seems to go on and on, and there just seems to be so much to do when it comes to managing my diabetes. And you know, we've not even discussed yet the fun of going to see your provider every three months and having lab work done and foot exams and all the things that go along with that. And it just seems like the same old song and dance over and over again. You know, it's no wonder that people feel like giving up when it comes to diabetes. After all, I just mentioned all the things that you might have to do just to live with diabetes to say nothing of the things that might need to change or you need to do differently in order to improve your diabetes. You know, I certainly understand the feeling of overwhelm and that wanting to quit, right? We've all been there, and it makes sense. Just like with everything else in life that we have to keep doing and going, we have to keep moving forward. And so that's really what I want to talk about today is how do we keep moving forward and how do we deal with all of those things that seem so overwhelming when it comes to dealing with diabetes. So I want to run through about four tips that I want to give you today to help you deal with the daily drag of diabetes and that ongoing sense of overwhelm. The first thing I wanna talk about is taking some time for you every day. You know, even if it's just a few minutes to indulge in an activity that you enjoy. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's sitting and listening to relaxing music for five minutes. Maybe it's writing in your journal. You know, it doesn't really matter what it is, but what does matter is that you take a few minutes every day just for you. For me, this is kind of what I call my quiet time, where I sit down for a few minutes every day. I do some journaling. Uh, I have my own little prayer time during that time, and I take a few minutes every morning just to kind of focus my day. Uh, to give me some much-needed perspective on the day and the things I need to get done that day. And so I really want to encourage you to make that probably the number one priority. You know, the other suggestions I'm going to give you today are very helpful. But I really believe that the key to being mentally and physically prepared for every day that I live with diabetes starts with taking a few moments just for me in the morning. You know, I like the early morning. Um, For those of you who've listened to the podcast, you know that one of my favorite artists of all times is Dolly Parton. And I've heard her talk about several interviews about We Our Wisdom. She's up very early in the day, and she said she enjoys that time because it's just a still part of the day, the energies are kind of quiet. uh, And that's when she gets her greatest inspiration. And I find that to be true. You know, for me, it's important to take that moment every morning to just have a nice, quiet, still moment just for me, where I focus myself, I get ready for the day, and I can tell you, the days I do that, it seems like my day goes a good deal better. And the days that I don't, I'll be honest with you, the day feels kind of off kilter. So I really want to encourage you, if you don't follow any of the other suggestions I share with you today, to do this one. Take some time just for you. The second thing I want to encourage you to do is to deal with that daily drag, to maybe make it a little bit easier to live with diabetes every day, is to group similar tasks together. So what am I talking about? Uh, Pair things together that go together, right? Put things together that go together. So when you check your blood sugar first thing in the morning, log your food for breakfast at the same time and you're grouping two tasks together that belong together so when you check your blood sugar it's a reminder to log that first meal of the day uh, make sure um, that when you do these things that you're grouping them with things that you are maybe doing anyway so a second suggestion is if you struggle with remembering to take your insulin shot, then wherever you keep your toothbrush, keep your insulin shot there too. So you say, but I got to keep my insulin and my syringes in the fridge or my pen in the fridge. That's fine. Keep a used pen that's empty right next to your toothbrush. So every time you brush your teeth, you remember, you see it and you remember, oh, got to take my bedtime insulin tonight. Just anything to kind of remind you of completing the task that you need to do to manage your diabetes. And so with that, just try to find ways to pair tasks related to managing your diabetes with tasks that you're doing anyway. This will help you to remember to complete those tasks every day that you need to do To manage your diabetes. And the longer you do this, the more these things become routine, and they just become a part of what I do every day. I get up in the morning. I've got my blood sugar meter there. I check my sugar, and I log my food. Uh, Done, and I move on with my day. My third suggestion is to create systems to make life easier. And I've heard a lot of highly efficient people talk about this, the importance of creating systems, whether it's in your business or your personal life or whatever, but create systems to make things easier. So one of the suggestions I have for a system that might work really well for you is find a meal tracking app that you can also track your blood sugar with so that you're not having to use two separate apps, right? Uh, The suggested app I like is Diabetes M. The name of the app is Diabetes M. And you can track your food as well as your blood sugar with it, which is really helpful because then you can, in the same app, see the effects that food is having on your blood sugars. Now, uh, my disclaimer is I get no promotion from Diabetes M. I recommend this app because I've had a lot of patients who've used it. Uh, A lot of my patients still use it. One of the benefits of it is that your provider can go in, join Diabetes M, create a login for themselves, and then view your blood sugar logs Through their website and it's really cool to be able to do that Uh, now for your provider to be able to do that you do have to have the paid version of diabetes M versus the free version Uh, but it might be really worth it it's not very expensive but it really might be worth it so that your provider can look at those blood sugars and kind of have an idea of what's going on Uh, and it's a great way to involve them in your management Uh, so they can see, get a bigger picture of your diabetes. The second suggestion under creating systems to make life easier is find things that make keeping up with diabetes easy for you. Uh, So make it easy for you, right? Your thing might not be technology, it might not be using an app. Uh, So logging your blood sugars and food in the same notebook or creating um, some sheets that make it easy for you to do those things at the same time. Whatever works for you. So maybe it's keeping a journal of your blood sugars and your food together. Maybe it's using an app. Maybe it's using an Excel spreadsheet. Whatever works for you. Uh, The most important thing is to find something, whether it's an app or a spreadsheet or a notebook that makes it easy for you to keep up with your blood sugar logs to keep up with your meals. And I'll be honest, by doing that, by just tracking those two things, you're going to be miles ahead of those people who are doing nothing. As a provider, I can tell you over and over and over again the number of people who've come in and I say, "Well you know what if your blood sugar's been running? Oh, I've not been writing it down. And as a provider, that's a really helpful number because that helps me make some decisions about your A1C, right? If your blood sugar's in the morning, if you've tracked them and they're fabulous and your A1C is still high, then that tells me it's not your morning sugar that's driving that number up, that it's a blood sugar somewhere else in the day. And it then helps us target where is that blood sugar that's high and then how do we deal with it? So tracking those blood sugars are really important and are very helpful for your provider. Uh, So I encourage you just to do that, but also find ways that make it easy for you to do that. My fourth suggestion is creating accountability. And I think this is really important in your succeeding at managing your diabetes. Uh, And my first suggestion is get your family involved. Encourage them to eat healthy foods. I tell all my diabetes patients and my coaching clients, don't create two or three separate meals, right? Uh, You and your family all need to be eating the same thing. Now, you might eat smaller portions and you might change a few things up. But if you're following a healthy diabetes meal plan, then this is a healthy meal plan for your family to follow as well. Um... And at our house, we all eat the same thing. Now, I might eat smaller portions and I might watch what carbs I'm eating versus what carbs my family may consume. But for the most part, we all eat the same foods. And we don't create separate meals because they don't have diabetes. Uh, We all eat the same thing. So get them involved. Uh, Just get everybody eating a healthy meal plan. Get them involved in exercise with you. So encourage your kids, your spouse, to go on walks with you. Get them involved in going to the gym with you. It will create instant accountability because as they develop that as a routine, they'll be more likely to encourage you to go on that day that you're struggling with I really don't want to go to the gym today. No, mom, dad, come on, let's go. You can do this. The other important thing about creating accountability is discuss your struggles with your family and ask them for help. A lot of the times I see clients with diabetes who just go to their family and say, well, I have diabetes, so we're all changing and we're all going to start eating the same way. But it's important and sometimes the family rebels And so it's important to have that discussion of, look, I'm really struggling with high blood sugars. These are the complications of those blood sugars being high. And I need y'all to help me. Uh, You can still have candy and candy bars. I'm not telling you you can't. But we're going to eat a much healthier meal plan as a family. And I really need you to help me. Uh, Talk to them about how tempting it is for them to sit and eat ice cream in front of you or to eat a candy bar. And maybe ask them to do that in the kitchen away from you. Whatever works to make your journey with diabetes easier. And just get your family involved. You know, in terms of accountability, I've talked about your family, but your accountability can also come from other places. Maybe there are other friends of yours that have diabetes that you can keep each other accountable Uh, enlisting the help of a workout partner so find a friend who's also trying to live a healthier lifestyle who's wanting to go to the gym and get them to be your gym buddy and y'all go to the gym together and that builds that instant accountability so when you're struggling with wanting to go to the gym they can encourage you and vice versa for most of us diabetes is a lifelong journey it's not anything that's going away tomorrow So finding ways to make that journey easier can be very helpful. And so I hope these suggestions will help you make your diabetes journey easier. And you certainly don't have to take all four of these and implement them tomorrow. Find one and start working on it. And I also want to encourage you, if you have other suggestions that have made your diabetes journey easy for you, uh, please send those to me. Email me at succeedingwithdiabetes@gmail.com at and say, hey, here are some suggestions I followed that make managing my diabetes so much easier. Send those to me. I would love to include those in a podcast and share those with our audience. Because this podcast really is about us sharing and it's also about me helping you along the journey. So, hopefully, these tips will help you along your journey, and feel free to send me your own. You know, I want to help you take control of your diabetes and still enjoy the life that you love. These two are not mutually exclusive. So if there's anything I can do to help you, please reach out to me at succeedingwithdiabetes at gmail.com or contact me through the website at www.succeedingwithdiabetes.com. I also want to encourage you to visit our website because on the very front page of the website is a link for you to follow to get your free copy of my diabetes meal planning guide. This meal planning guide will help you kickstart your diabetes meal plan and will give you some awesome tips and tricks uh, for managing your meal plan. So I want to encourage you to go to our website at succeedingwithdiabetes.com. Just click on the link in the middle of the page on that front homepage and download your free copy of our diabetes meal planning guide. Join me next week and we will be beginning a three-week series on diabetes medications. You know, one of the questions that I get most frequently when it comes to managing diabetes is when my patients ask me about their medicines. What does this medicine do? Why is it important that I take it? There are so many medications out there. It can be so overwhelming and confusing and frankly providers within the scope of a three-month diabetes follow-up visit, don't always have time to go through those medications in detail with you. And so I want to do that with you over the next three weeks on our podcast. So I want to encourage you join me for the next three weeks as we discuss Diabetes Medications.